0: Welcome out to Biz Ninja Radio Hour. I am your host, Tyler Jorgensen. And with me today is a special guest, Di Manuel, who comes to us all the way from the frosty north and who is a returning guest, which I'm so stoked on. He he was on the show either 2010 or 11, something a long time ago. And uh, I credit Di as one of the three people that kind of saved my life and got me back into being healthy and well and into CrossFit. So welcome out to the show and thank you, Di.
1: Thank you, Tyler. This is like so cool to be back. It's like full circle, man. A lot's happened in what, our last six, seven years. Uh, man, it's it's crazy, right? Just crazy. It's cr-
0: it is crazy to think that it's been that much time, honestly, I until I, until I look at my kids and realize like they yeah. were, my youngest was barely born. My oldest was a kid and now she's like a young adult and it's crazy that is so then i look at my kids and i realize time has certainly passed but
1: i know little barometers of time that's what i always call them and uh yeah. drives, drives me crazy right because uh yeah, yeah I, I got two girls at 14 and 12 now and it's like oh my gosh what the hell yeah. <laughs> i am that dad now <laughs> yeah
0: now now we uh, realize why we stayed fit this whole time is yeah, to be able right. to uh chase <laughs> off boys if we have to exactly um, so a lot's happened i mean back when so like really quick summary from what I know back mm-hmm. when we, you were on the show before um, I did not own an, an equipment company or a bunch of CrossFit gyms. Uh, you were in working in for a fitness town or in a big equipment company. Uh, now, since then I've started a bunch of gyms uh, an equipment company. And, but none of, neither of us are in those things anymore. I so <laughs> why don't you give me like, what's the, the, the elevator summary, of like your last few years?
1: Yeah, the last few years have been crazy. Uh, and you know, I, I think there's a lot of people in my boat, especially in the last five years, right? Like I, I just look at the dynamic landscape uh, of what digital and all these digital businesses have provided people, you know, literally, uh, you know, me from a traditional retail operation background, well, I'm running multi-chain retail and uh, wholesale divisions and all that crazy stuff uh, to, to literally, Two years ago, I quit my career 17 years. My wife quit hers a month later and pulled the kids out of school. And we've literally been traveling, uh, right. living out of suitcases for, for just over two years now. So it's uh it's Holy been quite God. the quite the journey, man. Quite the journey.
0: So that's a big deal. Like um one, what was the like what was the major thing hmm. that just deep down in your gut was like, I've gotta just start something fresh. I got to do something else. Not knowing what that maybe was, but knowing that you had to make a change. What was that?
1: Yeah. It, I, I've, I've reflected on this a lot and Tyler, you and know, I've been through a lot of transitions, both professionally, sure. personally, emotionally, psychologically. I mean, you name it, the, any sort of transition has uh, multi-prongs and right. uh, you know, on this latest sort of transition for myself, what, what ended up happening is, you know, after 17 years of, of being on a certain career path, you know, I'm really thinking this is it, you know, like this is what I meant to be doing. This right. is the the journey I've embarked on and I am now at my destination. I've done it. I've made it. I am like top in my industry. I'm, I'm, you know, you just, you get to a point point. you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden I I look to my mentor at the time, uh, who was also a business partner and CEO of our company. And I was being pruned to be that next person, you know, 20 years, my senior. And, yeah. uh, I realized that that wasn't the life I wanted, you know, like, and it's, it's a fairly scary place to be when all of a sudden you realize this path you've been on for like 17 years, you know, like every day slugging it out and, and, and burning a path for yourself and building a, a, a future. And you realize, you know what, this isn't the future I want anymore.
0: Yeah, that's a, uh, that's crazy. a big deal. It is a I big deal. And, and I mean, you were, you were even throughout that, you were still very entrepreneurial. You were doing projects on the side. You even treated your, I mean, you were a, an owner of the company and so you were entrepreneurial there too. And I think that that tends to happen more with people who have that entrepreneurial vein than mm-hmm. with your typical boy. But I think it's happening more and more that people are realizing what, once they're well down a path, Ah, oh, crap! Maybe this isn't the path for me, and like, so now what, right? Yeah. And that's the big—that's the big scary thing. So the the first, you have to face the demon, of yeah. oh crap, this isn't this current path is not the one that I'm supposed to be on. And then two, you got to have the courage to say, I, I see the demon, and I'm willing to face it. I'm willing to fight it, right? So what that's was true. your next step? What did and you know what? Where did you go? What happened?
1: Happened pretty quickly. Like I, I did realizing I was, uh, I, I mean. I was a fairly integral role in the company, uh, you know, like the CEO as well as the CMO. So, I, you know, I'm doing this sort of dual role, and uh, right. I, I wasn't going to leave mine dry. So, so it was about ten months' working notice. Uh, so, there's a almost a full year to transition, sort of everything I was doing, so I could segue out. And meanwhile, you know, I I'd written a book, um, and it was almost time to be published and, and thank you tyler you're actually uh in the book <laughs> yeah and, and uh so you know the whole life fitness manifesto was coming to be in meanwhile i've been building my own personal brand since 2007 you know just really as a hobbyist uh i, I remember i read gary Vaynerchuk's book uh, crush it you know back in like 2007 and it just opened my eyes to this new sort of way of well let's be honest marketing brand yeah. development and and just really this whole digital landscape and where things are going. And uh, so I just started to learn it, you know, started to, to be consistent with it. And, uh, man, it, and, you know, fast forward 10 years later, and, you know, my what started as simply as a blog is now growing into a lot of other avenues online, all underneath my, my brand, you know, my umbrella right. brand, which is just myself, my, me. Me and my wife, you know, like we are a team of two, (laughs) Yeah, Uh, army of two. I like this name. Yeah, I like Um, that. I like that. That's cool. I like that name. Yeah. So, and it's been a transition. Like, uh, I'll be honest, you know, the last couple of years, I've been learning lots of new skills. Um, I've invested a lot in mentorship, coaching, uh, especially working with people that have, you know, literally uh, already done similar to what I've done in my industry. And they're at a place where I want to be. And so what better way to do that is you just get around those people, you, you know, yeah. you, you coach a lot and mentor a lot of people, Tyler, uh, based on, you know, your background and just your experience. And uh, so it's been something that I've realized I needed to do for myself. And yep. so that's been my, uh, been learning, man. I'm just learning. Yeah. You know?
0: So, and then all of a sudden now uh, you're dancing shirtless in the, in the <laughs> great Pacific. <laughs> Molly! Um, yeah. So I love it. and And so to yeah. me, this is the great thing, right? Is that business and jobs and entrepreneurship and taking risk, all of that is supposed to feed a lifestyle. Yeah But for so many people, we end up in the lifestyle of just going to work, mm. punching the clock, coming home, being too tired to do the things we really want, or even too tired to even think about what it is we really want. And that's what blows my mind is right. how many of us we just wake up day after day without any big like, what do I want to do yeah. with my time around this rock, right? Like, That's right. we don't even think about it because we're just chasing, we're just paying bills and we're just doing it. So you had this moment where you said, okay, this isn't my future. I'm going to just, I'm going to start rebuilding, start learning and find, finding mentors. Um, what's your current vision for 2018?
1: Yeah. Well, so, you know, just to sort of close a the loop there too, yeah, you please. know, there's been this, we realized that we were heading down a new path and we had a passion for travel. Also, we had a, you know, one of our pillars that we were very open about is family. And yep. so like you said about lifestyle there is we, we decided to reverse engineer it. You know, we were like, okay, well we want to be traveling. We want to be together as a family. How can we do that and do that on a regular, you know, not, not just have the vacation where we get to hang out together full time, you know, a few weeks a year, but how do we do the opposite of that? <laughs> and so we literally have just sort of been, A lot of people are actually within reach of doing this. Like, I just want people to know that. Like, we downsized our existing lifestyle, got rid of a lot of overhead, minimized. you know, like really got to the point where, literally, we're living out of suitcases the last couple of years. And when you get rid of all the overhead, it's amazing what you can do, you know? And and hence, we're, uh, you know, just traveling, figuring things out. And where do we see 2018 going? Well, a lot more of what we're doing, but our big goal is just to impact people. Help people literally lead healthier, happier lives, but do it in a way that's simple. I I think it's really easy to to overcomplicate the process of getting healthy and staying healthy, right? Like everyone's looking for the magic pill, and there is no magic pill. Like maybe there is, but I don't know if it's legal. But (laughs) uh, you know, I'd rather just help people figure out how do you want to live. Now let's just start making those choices every day that reinforce that decision. And uh, so we, we offer numbers of programs and products and services. And uh, ultimately we just like to build and nurture tribes online of people that have the same vision. You know? Right. And, uh, 2018, well, we're moving to Bali for 2018 and, uh, we leave in a couple weeks from this wintry North called, uh,
0: Canada. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're looking forward change, to that. <laughs> slight change of, calming, yeah, uh, of yeah. uh, climate. So you're planning on being in Bali like most of the year this time?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we were wow. there three months earlier this year in 2017. Yeah. And, um, so we, we have a, a, a villa. Uh, it's actually the same place that we rented for three months. We've now leased it for, for a couple years. And, nice. uh, so we're, uh, heading over it'll be our home base we plan to continue to travel but we it's nice actually to have a fixed address somewhere <laughs> you know
0: and, I think so I think yeah, it is yeah I yeah. think and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that I one of the things that really hit me you know back right you know 2007 when I read the, the four-hour work week was oh, yeah the concept of like the new rich it's no longer like the Manuel's of Vancouver Right, yeah, it's like yeah. no, like we're not fixed to a place. We, you know, the new rich just likes to travel. We don't have to own a castle in one place and never go anywhere. No. Um, but at the same time, I still think it's nice to have a home base, some place where the suitcases can just completely come unpacked, yeah, and uh, and you can kick back without any a little bit less, you know, rules or guy, you know, concern for stuff. But I think it just it's security, right? People want certainty and to know that you have that one place you can go back to that's why we we're still in the house we're in is it's a, uh, it's a really nice big house and, but it's pretty cheap compared to other places we could live. And we're like, you know what, let's just keep this. Well, this will be our home base and let's just really focus on traveling and experiences. Yeah. Um, and so we started that back up when I left the com- my, uh, my last venture. Um, here's a question I have for you. And I think yeah. this is good for our listeners. Do you look at uh, moving on from your last company and other things that you've done that maybe haven't hit the benchmarks you want as failures? Or how do you frame those?
1: Yeah, listen, I've, again, because it's so new to me, like really only two years in this. Mind you, I I like to, I've learned more in the last two years than I think I learned in the previous 10. But I was also put into a situation where, yeah, I was thrust into that position. It was like, I, like, I got to make this work. <laughs> you know, I, we got some ambitions. We want to travel. It's not like I had this this massive nest egg that we could just live off of. Uh, we didn't. Um, we had some savings, but we realized, okay, well, how do we make uh, an income doing what we're already passionate about? And I've tried a lot of things that did nothing. <laughs> but the cool thing about the digital space. It's like, okay, well, I put it out there. I beta tested a, a product or a service. Eh, it didn't go over very well. Oh well, moving on. You, you know, like you can do things very quick. It's not like yeah. you're renting a lease on a physical right. location and you know you sign yeah. a two to five year deal and uh, and then you got staff and insurance and products, right? <laughs> Inventory. So when I look at the actual investment, a lot of it tends to be time. Yeah. You know, and I've now learned to be Uh, more effective at saying no, (laughs) you know, and uh, really understanding, like, what is it we're trying to achieve? And then will this bring us closer? Will this actually detract from that goal? And, and, you know, if you can get really clear with that, and and, hey, listen, as entrepreneurs and those that are listening, you can relate to this, Who? Shiny light. <laughs> yeah. Go to the light. And uh we get distracted all the time, you know, and I'm the worst for that. I am the worst. I have people calling up, hey, I got this idea. What do you think? Do you want to help me with this? And it's like, in the past, I would just say yes. And uh now I've I've really become much more uh focused yeah. and uh recognize that if if I say yes to something, it's a big yes, and or as some people say it's a hell yes, right, uh, right, or it's no. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, it's essentialism, right? Like right. uh, Greg McAllen's book. I, I love that book. I think it's fantastic. Everybody should read it. And uh, it's been a, a good guiding light for me this last year.
0: You know, I, I think it, when you don't have a strategy and a vision for your year or and your five year or whatever, mm-hmm. then everything seems like an opportunity. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so, cause if you don't, if you don't have a clear, like, oh, this is what I'm accomplishing and, or these are our goals for the next 30 days, next six days, next 90 days, then all those little ideas that friends bring you or that you come up with, every one of them looks like the next home run, right? Because there's no strategy to connect it to and say, okay, that that's a, that might be a good idea. Does it fit into my, my goals? Does, is it going to s- distract away from my, uh, my vision for my lifestyle? Right. And that, that's what happened with me. You know, I saw all of these businesses that I was building as great opportunities and they, they were for the right person and the right team and the right partnership. And, but they weren't feeding the lifestyle that, that I wanted. So they are all opportunities, but they may not be the right opportunity for you and for your vision. Right. So without like the summary of that, without a vision and a strategy, everything looks like an opportunity. That's right. Right. So,
1: <laughs> Big shiny
0: lights. Yeah.
1: And, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and it's not, again, it's not that they're not, but I love what you said about the digital space. Like you can iterate your way to success so much faster in the digital era because the cost to try something new is just really time and maybe like, you know, 10 bucks on a domain. If yeah. you really want yeah. to splurge, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so yeah. 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 What, uh, what are some of the iterations for 2018?
1: Well, you know, it, you know, the whole life fitness manifesto is our, you know, sort of our it's a cornerstone for our brand. You know, it teaches people how to leverage 30 minutes a day to improve body, mind, and spirit. And literally it's a free program that I run online. You know, it gives people a daily workout, mindfulness prompts and personal development prompts and and a community. Uh, I love it. But as you can imagine, as a free program, there's only so much time I can actually invest into that. So what I found is a lot of people want more. They want more coaching. They want more programming. They want more uh, leadership, right? Like they want me to provide more, of a plan that they can execute on. And so we've created a couple different options for people from that, uh, from what we've learned over the last, literally three years of running that that yeah. specific venture. And it will continue to run, don't get me wrong, uh, but uh, we're focusing a lot more on it. We have a six week program called uh, the Release Build Tone, uh, six week shred. And uh, so that's rbtshred.com if People wanna check it out. But it, it, it cool. involves a lot more hands-on, uh, a little bit tighter guideline. and. and you know, based on over 20 years in the industry, I, I get it. I know what frustrates a lot of people. And, yep. and then the last year, you know, I got my life uh, coaching certification as well. Because oh, cool. I, I Well, I recognize, you know, it's great being a nutrition coach, also a, a personal trainer. Um, but there was a piece missing, you know. I, I really felt that there was this missing dynamic. And, and I believe in holistic approach to coaching. So, yeah, I, I my wife and I both did it. And uh, yeah, it's brought cool. us a whole nother level of, of ability to help people. And, yeah, uh, I
0: would, uh, yeah. I would tell our managers at the gym that look, when somebody walked in the door who hasn't been active or fit in 20, 30 years, you have to realize that the reason they showed up that day is probably not a physical reason. That's right. There's probably a major emotional life event that happened, whether, uh, you know, a relationship or they, you know, some big great awakening happened in their life. Right. So you can't really help the body if you don't approach the mind and the the human too. So I think that's a great, great thing that you guys are connecting there for your tribe.
1: Thanks. And yeah, yeah. and we created a 12 week fully submersive custom program for people. And that's where we do custom fitness and nutrition along with life coaching over a 12 week, like it's fully immersive. Um, There's a lot of accountability, lots of coaching uh, involved in that. And that's really for people that are like, and that's enough. I need to make some changes and they're prepared to invest some time into themselves, yeah. you know, because that's really what it comes down to, you know, and especially like parents, right? So many of us that are parents, we, we treat ourselves like martyrs, right? Like we, we put the family before ourselves and that's great. Right. I get it. But all of a sudden 10 years fast forward and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't see my toes anymore. My right. body hurts. Uh, and I don't have the energy to keep up with my family anymore. You know, work starts to suffer, life starts to suffer, and and it's all because we we weren't able to prioritize time for ourselves. And uh, so, I I like to try to help people deal with that before it becomes a big issue.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, you can Uh, you can only live out of balance for so long before that out of balance topples something over, right? So, and you can do it in spurts. Hey, this week I've got to go all in and focus on you know one of those prongs of of fitness, you know, your your body or your mind or your family or whatever that prong is or your business. Um, but you can't do it forever because all of a sudden everything else is going to collapse. And, right. you know, what's the point of having a huge business if your body just falls apart and you die, uh, right? <laughs> what's the awesome, point of having a, right? this great family and then yeah. you can't enjoy them because you can't, you know, go play with them on the beach or whatever. So yeah, you yeah. gotta be, ba- you gotta find that balance. And I think that's your, that's kind of your, the messaging behind your whole life fitness manifesto is it's really the whole life you got to take care of. Right.
1: Yeah, well, I, I yeah. sure hope that's how it's coming across, you know. And I, I that want was people the message to I got, it. You know? so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But I just want people to realize, like, everybody, like, everyone that's listening to this right now, like, you're in a position where you can make a change anytime. I, I never want people to feel like they're pegged into a certain path, you know, like right. a certain way of being. Right. Because at every opportunity that you're alive, there is an opportunity to say, you know what, enough's enough. I'm going to make some changes. Right. And and if you can't do it on your own find someone to help you. You can do it. You know, like really just
0: make it happen. So just so, because some people may not have listened to the show back in 2010 or (laughs) or know you, you haven't always had an eight pack, right? No, no. I was morbidly obese as a teenager. You know,
1: I spent uh, five years of my developmental years from age nine to almost 15 years old. I was, I was like, you know, medically diagnosed, you know, like the, and this is, because back then, you know, childhood and obesity actually weren't in the same sentence. You know, it was an oxymoron in itself. And uh, now it's like, you know, you read about it everywhere. Um, but back then, you know, I was one of two kids in that state of unhealth in my school. So it, I, I lived through a lot of the stigmas attached with that kind of state of unhealth, you know, and uh, it's not a pleasant place to be. I, I feel for anybody that's battling with their weight and battling with eating and just don't have a great relationship, not only with themselves, but just with, with food, with fitness, you know, because it is, it's a relationship, right? And uh, yeah, so I made some lifestyle choi- uh, choices and I've just maintained those choices. I have action every day, you know, and uh, so I, I get it. I, I know what it's like, um, but I also want people to realize you, you can overcome that no matter
0: what. Right whether you're, you know, a 15 year old kid struggling to put down the Doritos or yeah. a 50 year old guy with the same problem, yeah. like and the point, is, and or whether you're stuck in a business or stuck in a career or stuck in a yes. relationship, whatever it is, yes. what your message is right now is that it's not too late. Like today's that new day. Tomorrow's that new morning, like make, start making changes and they might be little changes to start, but you know, you really do. You really are the master of your fate, right? You're going to choose the lifestyle you want. And, uh, we can't control whether you were born into wealth and health and and those kind of and knowledge, but you can control what knowledge you start getting in today, right? What wealth you start building today. What um, you're really big on coaching and mentors. Maybe talk to us just a little bit about that. How did you start reaching out? How did you find some new mentors to help you in this next step in your journey?
1: I, I guess I've always been open to just meeting people, you know, and I I, I don't ever presume that things are just a coincidence <laughs> do you know what i mean like i really yeah. i i love the story of the alchemist i i don't know if people have read that but paulo coelho it's a great
0: yeah. book it's if they haven't please that's now yes. a must read. We, we've got three it's- books now from the show so far you have to read so you got to go get die's book um remind me of the name it's whole life, fitness, whole, fitness, whole manifesto. life fitness manifesto yeah. okay <laughs> then essentialism and now you must read yes um the alchemist are okay. you so you read the, that
1: book, yeah. yeah? I and it's a book I, I gosh, I must have read that I don't know, 23 years ago. I remember on my first date with my my now wife, uh, that was the book I gave her was The Alchemist. You know, like <laughs> it was like I knew this girl was something, and uh, this'll wow her. <laughs> and uh, but it's it's a great book, and it's this idea that things happen for a reason. And so I I've been open to meeting people, and especially being in the digital space and doing what we do. There there's plenty of opportunities to connect with people if if you want to put the effort in and, and actually reach out and extend a hand. And very much that's how I made my changes when I was, you know, at 15. There was people in my life that I reached out my hand saying, hey, can you help me? I, I want to get healthy. I want to change my life. Can you help me? Can you assist me? What do I need to do? I needed some guidance. And people were kind enough to give me that that help. And it got me really excited because after I went through that personal transition, that journey, I realized that I had this, this desire to also do it for others. And, um, so when you're in that space, uh, I find that you just tend to, to attract certain types of people to your life. And, uh, I was fortunate that I would attracted a couple of different coaches and mentors, and, and this is what they do. They, they help people, uh, with actually, uh, what, we're, what I'm doing, you know, it, people in the health and wellness industry specifically, they help them with uh, being smarter business people, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I understand traditional business, but I didn't understand this new space that I was right. venturing into. And and so I needed help. I needed some guidance. I needed some ideas on systems. And uh, so I just was able to track these right coaches at the right time. And, uh, it's just, it's worked out really well, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, one of which is in California and the other person's actually out of Toronto, Canada, you know? So, nice. uh, two very different parts of the world, <laughs> uh, yeah. but both in the same industry, but two with different skill sets. And, uh, and then I also have a life, uh, coach myself and, um, I'm a big believer in that. And listen, I, I love coaching. I, I yeah. love it because, it's the quickest way I've been able to attain certain results in my own life is by helping, you know, getting somebody to help me navigate some of the decisions and and peel back some of the clutter, you know, some of those things that get in our way. um, Because when we're dealing with it and living in it, it doesn't matter how small the obstacle, it's a big obstacle to us. Right. Like, (laughs) And sometimes you just need someone to call us out on our own crap and just say, you know what, is that really an issue? And you know, once we look at it from their eyes, their perspective, we're like, you're you're right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is in any, in anything, whether it's sports or life that somebody on the outside of your situation has a different perspective, right? Just by nature, the definition of the word perspective. And so they, that opportunity for somebody else to look from the outside and give you some guidance from what they're seeing is huge. And we accept it so readily in many situations like like sports. Um, And I think it's finally growing. Like I see, I see an emergence of, acceptance in coaching in other things in business yes. and in, in life and mental health I think there's awareness of meant that mental health is a real thing we have to like nurture and take care of um, and I think that's so great for us as a as a society that we now start seeing this and saying okay it's okay for us to have these things because we're just trying to be better yeah. you know um, and I think there's like also that that acceptance of like okay look I'm gonna make mistakes you know and I'm gonna mm. do my best to improve and, and get better every day but mistakes don't have to define you either, right?
1: Yeah, that's so true. You know, it, it well said, Tyler. Because uh, really it comes down to just even extending a hand to ask for help. Because I remember how difficult it was for me, especially that first time when I was like, you know what? I want to make some changes. I'm going to have to find some help. And, and you have to humble yourself, right? It's like mm-hmm. acknowledging this is where I'm at. I can't get through this on my own. I'd like someone to help me out with this. And then you extend that hand, hoping, hoping that somebody grabs a hold of it and pulls you along you know? Right. And, uh, fortunately for me, the people that I asked, they were great about it. And, and so I've also taken that upon myself now when people extend a hand asking for help or ask a question, like I'm very, I recognize it took something to ask that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I'm very quick to reciprocate and, and just to pay it forward. Right. And, for sure. uh, fortunately, you know, living in that sort of a space, that idea of abundance, um, I've I've been able to connect with other coaches and mentors and, and yeah, I, I hire them. I, I mean, I don't expect them to do it for free. Like right. it's not how life goes and this is their expertise. This is their time. Uh, I I'm investing in their time because I recognize it will be a big investment for me uh, right. and, and uh, it pays dividends, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's this idea though, but I see a lot of people are really apprehensive about making that investment and I think it's, you have to do some more internal introspection, you know, to really get the yeah. grips with you because I don't think it's a matter of them. It's just we're unsure of ourselves being able to, to, to fully commit to that learning and then doing what we're being taught. Yeah. You know? And trusting that it's going to just it will work. It will happen, you know. Yeah. And uh, there's a little bit of blind faith, I guess, at times.
0: For sure. I think um, we've got to start like stripping back the uh, the the perceived like it's not impressive to go at it alone right? Like there's no, yeah. no one's like, oh, he did it without a coach and, and like thinks that's like a bad job. Thank you for listening to Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio with Tyler Jorgensen. Please
1: make sure to subscribe so you're first to hear new interviews and episodes. If you found this podcast to be valuable, please share it with a friend. Don't forget to visit our online dojo at
0: bizninja.com to claim your reward for listening to the show.